Welcome to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. This is a show to help you be inspired by your Catholic faith, live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm Michelle Fanley, and I'm joined each week with my dear friend, Emily Jaminette. We hope this show provides an uplifting 30 minutes to refresh and encourage your soul. As it born, was born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual friendships with your sisters in Christ. Hello, Emily. How are you? I'm doing so great. I love this topic, becoming a disciple of Christ. Yeah, what an important topic for us to think about in the church today, because I think so many of us, you know, our faith is something we sometimes check off the list, right? I, I went to Mass or I said my rosary, but it's really a journey a journey to become a better disciple of Christ. Right. It can't be just one day a year like a women's conference, right? It's got to be every single day. Yeah, we have those encounter moments like the conference, or you might have it, you know, at, at mass or at a retreat. But every day it was our continued conversion. And it's important for us to understand this. Absolutely. And I really loved, you know, our friend, Father Dave Pavanka wrote an article last year, and he said, as a church, we talk a lot about about making disciples, but we don't talk a lot about is the central problem facing the church today, the struggle to live as a disciple. We see this struggle in our lives, too. So many of us start the journey of discipleship with enthusiasm, only to grow tired and start living the faith with less zeal, or we stumble and struggle to get back up. Or we discover that we don't understand why Jesus asked certain things of us, and we decide we don't want to do them or feel like we can't do them anymore. The truth is, discipleship is hard. It's a continual challenge. So if you're struggling to follow Jesus right now, you are not alone. Such beautiful words, especially, you know, after we're living through a pandemic. We've had a lot of different trials this past year. So I think it's wonderful to be reminded that this is an everyday. Jesus is offering us this beautiful friendship. And absolutely, we have a great time now in our church during Lent to think about this. How can we grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ? How can we take concrete steps and, and moving forward with our relationship? And I love Father Dave also said, you know, Lent is like one big reminder what it lives to me, what it means to live as a disciple. It helps us see that conversion isn't a once and done decision. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm really excited about our guest today, Michelle, because he's, you know, made a major impact on both of our spirituality. And I think about how many times you would say to me, you need to read Father Burke's blog, right? You would tell me and you would even like show me how to set up and how to do that. So I'm I'm super excited about this. I am very excited as well. We are really honored today to be able to bring on Father Burke Masters. Father Burke is from the Diocese of Joliet, Illinois, where he was raised, um, not as a Catholic, actually, but he went to Providence Catholic High School to move closer to his dream of becoming a major league baseball player. And it was there at Providence, Father Burke fell in love with the Eucharist and the Catholic Church. There he became a Catholic his senior year in high school. He went on to play baseball at Mississippi State University, where he played in the College World Series after he hit a uh, Grand Slam. By the way, he tells that story. It's awesome. He was nominated as one of the top student athletes in the history of Mississippi State University. His major league dream did not materialize, so after working as an actuary, then a ticket manager for the Kane County Cougars, Father Burke felt, felt the call to become a priest. He was ordained to the, in the Diocese of Joliet in June of 2002, served as the vocation director, and now he is the director of lay formation and secretary of evangelization and catechesis for the Diocese of Joliet. And a very, very fun fact about Father Burke, he has been serving as a Catholic chaplain for the Chicago Cubs since 2013, and he helps run an amazing 
Catholic baseball camp with baseball Hall of Famer Mike Sweeney. So welcome, Father Burke. Thank you. It's great to be with you both. Oh, we are just so honored. And, you know, as Emily said, I know you have played such a great part in my transformation and continue to grow as a discipleship. And I love every day, I tell so many people, you have to read Father Burke's Reflections. When Emily and I go out speaking, we tell everyone, it's the best one out there. So subscribe to Father Burke's blog. Oh, man. (laughs) It's uh, very humbling. It's so amazing how it started. I was in the seminary at Mundelein outside of Chicago, and I had a couple of friends going through difficult times. And so I would just send them maybe a little verse and maybe a line of encouragement, you know. And, uh, and they, they, they loved it. And they said, oh, can you add my mom? Can you add my cousin? You know, and I was, this was before blogs. And so I was just keeping an email list. And I would send one just periodically. And then I started, you know, doing it more regularly. And then finally I had about a thousand email addresses. And I thought, I can't keep track of all these, you know. <laughs> uh, every time somebody changed an email address, I had to change. So I, I started a blog maybe 10 or 11 years ago. And it's just exploded, and um, yeah, it's it's one of the first things I do each day is to is to work on that because it's become this kind of virtual ministry for me, my virtual parish. Yes, and it is a, a great gift to all of us who read it. And now you have little videos that go along with it, so those are also great because we live in a very visual world. So you can read it, you can pray with it, play with the scripture, then also watch the video. Yes, so, so when we started Be Formed, which we might get into uh, later, uh, January 4th of this year, I decided to yeah, add in a daily five-minute video because really, we really like to reach um, the young people as well. And I realized they, they might not you know, be willing to read a blog, but they, they'll watch a five-minute video. And so it's, just, it's so easy to watch and to share you know, with friends. And you know, I like to use the analogy of... Uh, Lent being our spiritual spring training, and uh, it seems to connect with a lot of people who who like baseball. So um, it's one of my favorite things is to connect faith and, and sports. Well, we're talking a little bit about discipleship today, and you have really have this amazing program, and your even your blog, everything rolls into this. So can you talk to us a little bit more about this topic and some practical tips? And be formed? And, and being a disciple. Being a disciple, yes. So since uh, Pope Francis wrote Joy of the Gospel, um, and he was talking about missionary discipleship, and then in, I think it was October of 2018, our bishop, uh, Bishop Daniel Conlon, who's now retired, he wrote a pastoral letter called Go, he said, on missionary discipleship. So our diocese has been focused on this topic for the last few years, and um, we have a, a missionary discipleship team uh, in the diocese that we meet uh, every week to pray and to talk about how do we help build disciples in, in 2021. And we've come to believe that, you know, it's all about relationship, that as I think you were mentioned early, earlier, that it's not just a, a one and done, you know, but it's a, it's this on, a discipleship is an ongoing relationship with someone where you're spending um, time and intentionality are two key components of discipleship. And the intentionality is around growing closer to Jesus. So um, we call that divine intimacy. So uh, really focusing our, our relationship. Now, you can do fun things. Like I think of like one of my best friends, 
um, we both happen to love baseball. <laughs> so we spend time just doing the normal things that we enjoy, and we we add in, you know, how's your prayer life going? You know, did you did you read this? You know, I had this experience where I had to experience the Holy Spirit, and it's a sharing about our our relationship with the Lord around authentic friendship. And we believe that if you if you invest those four things, time, intentionality, uh, authentic friendship, and divine intimacy, eventually there's just going to be a fire in your heart. Uh, we call it a zeal for souls, this desire to go out and, and make other disciples, you know, so that other people experience what, what you've experienced. That's super amazing. I think um, Michelle and I both as Catholic moms, you know, we see just that importance of connecting with the faith and helping the youth. And I think that what you're saying is important for children, but also for anyone of any age, that this is just so, so practical. And I, I really, really appreciate you kind of breaking that down. Is there a particular analogy? I like that you mentioned spring training um, as we go through your blog. You know, maybe could you share a couple of those um, connections for our audience as you, you know, write connecting baseball and the spiritual life? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, and this year was so beautiful that February 17th was Ash Wednesday, and it was also the first day of spring training. And if you think about, like, the baseball players going to Florida and Arizona for spring training, um, you have these guys who are making millions of dollars. They've played baseball their whole life, but they go back to the basics. You know, they're practicing bunting and fielding and running. And, uh, and their ultimate goal, you know, is to get to the Hall of Fame, you know. And, and so we as, as Catholics, every Lent, and even though we've been through, you know, I'm 54 years old, I've been through a lot of Lent. <laughs> um, and I'm a priest, but I still go back to the basics, you know, of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And to build that foundation for our long season ahead, you know, because what, what I'm really hoping to do with this, this and be formed is to change people's thought patterns that Lent is not just 40 days, kind of white-knuckle it through something, and then go back to our old habits. <laughs> you know, it's meant to be this life-changing habit-forming time that lasts a long time. And so our ultimate goal is heaven, of course, our, our heavenly hall of fame, if you will. And so one of the analogies I use is the sacrifice bunt. You know, in baseball, if somebody lays down a bunt, a sacrifice bunt, they're helping the runners move around the bases, and they're giving up their at-bat in order to help the team. And if you think about what sacrificial love is in the spiritual life. You know, Jesus says there's no greater love than to lay down your life for a friend. And so he not only talked about it, but then he showed us going to the cross. And, and so it's this idea of following Jesus is this laying down our lives. It's, it's not about us, but it's about helping others around the bases and ultimately our, our ultimate goal to get to heaven. Amen. And now I, I do want you to share a little bit more about BeForm because I've had the opportunity to participate. Even though I live here in Columbus, Ohio, I've been Zooming with my small group and I have a wonderful accountability partner in Joliet, Illinois. And I can tell everyone that it has been what, exactly what you say, transformative. I mean, I have done so many different women's programs and so many different small groups and so many different book studies and I've written book studies and 
Wow. This has been, I've had more spiritual growth in here, what, 50-something days here than I can say in 10 years. So mm-hmm. please, um, yeah, please tell us a little bit more about the program and how it came about and how people can tap into what you're doing there. Thank you for sharing that, Michelle. Yeah, it's, so the last couple of years, so two years ago, we had a met about 100 men in our diocese do Exodus 90. You know, it's a 90-day program of real ascetic practices to change our habits. And then last year we had Exodus 90 and Fiat 90 for the women. Um, and then when we got into the middle of this pandemic, we realized, or we, as we prayed, we discerned, I don't think people want to be that ascetic <laughs> during this time. It feels like we've been doing that, you know, since March of last year. So we wanted to build something that was more flexible for people, but also to build long-term growth. And so we took some elements of Exodus 90, uh, of Curcio, um, different things that I've experienced in life and, and put it into one. And so uh, what we have daily, we have, you mentioned your accountability partner. So everybody has, they're connected to someone in their small group where you're checking in with them daily around uh, we call it a commitment card. And so Exodus 90 lays out, you know, everything that you should do, and everybody does everything on the list. We wanted to give people a menu uh, from the four pillars of formation that we use in the seminary, human, spiritual, intellectual, and pastoral. Um, So, for example, in the human area, we might have um, trying to sleep, get seven hours of sleep a night, uh, exercising three times a week and drinking plenty of water. And so you choose from the menu of options what you want to work on, and you tell your accountability partner. And daily you're just checking in, encouraging them on the journey. Because so often, how many of us have, have started Lent, about a week into it, we, we fall, and then we're like, well, I'm done with that. And, and you know, we just... We don't have anybody encouraging us on the way. So, so you have that daily accountability partner, and you get the daily videos from me. Um, and then weekly, you have a weekly small group. And so this is all being done virtual. So we have people all over the United States who are, who are doing it, mostly from the Diocese of Joliet. But I put it on my blog, and, you know, in my small group, I have six people from six different states, which is uh, wonderful. Uh, so we meet for about an hour, hour and a half on a weekly basis, talking about, you know, what was my closest moment to the Lord this week, any grace moments. And then we have topics that we're discussing, the men and the women. Um, and then uh, monthly, we have a, everybody who's participating for a large group formation where we do some teaching and, and uh, continuing to grow. We just kind of threw this out there around Christmas time to start January 4th, and we thought we'd have a couple hundred people, and we had uh, 650 people sign up, and we're like, whoa. And, and so what we're seeing is um, the, the impact that it's having on people is amazing, the feedback we're getting, like you were mentioning, Michelle. And so it's not, it's not me or the team doing it, but we just trust that the Holy Spirit's leading us to something around discipleship that is meeting a deep need for friendship, uh, for encouragement and accountability, and for, again, this, this long-term growth as a disciple to realize that 
I'm not alone on this journey. Well, thank you, Father. That was really, really helpful. Uh, One last question is, you know, what is your best tip for prayer? You know, one of the things we want to do is help our listeners take a little step just today. What would you, what would you recommend? A simple tip I would give is to uh, just use your, uh, so I, I like to pray in different ways, but one of the ways I like to do is to imagine um, being surrounded by the Holy Trinity. So imagine that, you know, I've, I've got the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit around me, and just praying out of that loving embrace. Um, I, I learned this from Dr. Bob Schutz, who wrote Be Healed, and uh, in, a, in retreats that he does, he has people image the Holy Trinity and always invite somebody to come up into the middle of that circle of love. And it's so, when I first thought it, I saw it, I thought, oh, that's kind of dumb, you know. <laughs> but what I learned, what I took from that retreat was, wow, that's such a beautiful image because that's the goal of prayer is that we immerse ourselves in God's love. It's God's love that heals. It's God's love that directs us. And everything else flows out of uh, being in that, in that intimate relationship with the Holy Trinity. So that'd be a simple step of just using your imagination and being in the midst of that, that loving embrace. And you've got lots of great um, things on Facebook and um, helpful ways to help people to grow in their, their prayer lives. So can you share with our listeners where they can find your things and how they can follow along with your prayer? Sure. So uh, most of it is on my blog. So my blog address is fr, as in father, so fr burke, B-U-R-K-E, 23, that was my baseball number, <laughs> uh, dot wordpress. Com. So F-R-B-U-R-K-E-23.wordpress.com. And there you can, you can hit subscribe, and it'll ask you to put your email address in, and you'll get daily an email. So it not only has my, my daily video link and a written reflection on the gospel in English and Spanish, uh, at, but go to the bottom of, of the blog post, and it'll have my daily schedule. So um, it might be live stream masses. Uh, we do a daily rosary and daily chaplet. Daily rosary at noon central time and the daily chaplet at 3 p.m. central time. And uh, there's Zoom links, so it's all virtual. And we have, we'd love to have you join us for that. And then if I'm giving talks or missions, I include that on that daily schedule. So, again, just scroll down to the bottom of the, the blog you can also find information on BeFormed um, on our diocesan website. You can Google Diocese of Joliet BeFormed, and it should take you to that site. Uh, registration, I believe, is going to start for, we're going to do another, so this 90 days finishes on Easter Sunday, April 4th. We're going to take a month off, and then May 9th, which is Mother's Day, we're going to start our next 90-day cohort, um, and it's for returners and people who want to start new. And we're going to be focusing on prayer. Um, we're going to be going through Book 4 of the Catechism and really trying to teach people how to pray, which is what you were saying, right? Uh, your, your show wants to help women learn how to pray. You know, they asked Jesus' disciples, Lord, teach us how to pray. And Pope 
John Paul II said our, our parishes need to be schools of prayer. And so I believe that this is one of those first steps in discipleship is helping people in that relationship with Jesus, and then the desire to know more about him and the faith will just grow organically. Wow, that's amazing. Um, Father Burke, maybe you could comment real quick. This, what's special about this program is you actually accommodate men and women, correct? Correct. Great. Yes, yeah, so we have, uh, interesting, we have about double the number of women, which <laughs> <laughs> uh, is often the case, so uh, trying to get more men. We're discerning, um, so w- the women meet with women, and men have men's groups. We've had some people ask for couples groups, so they'd like to go through this together with their spouse and with other couples. So we're discerning adding that option for people in their small groups. Um, but it's probably good. We probably won't have your spouse as your accountability partner. <laughs> It'd be good to have somebody outside that, that relationship. So, Yeah, absolutely. I think that's wonderful. And I think you're a perfect segue for those women to introduce their husbands to the faith because men love sports and you're so amazing and relatable. I know that my son is a big fan and my husband is a big fan. Last year, we watched all your Holy Week things online since we couldn't go. And so that is such a great thing because sometimes, right, as women, like we're doing these things and our husband, we're kind of leaving them in the dust, but it's our job to get our husbands to heaven. So we got to find, we got to find the key. And I think this is a great key to get your husbands more engaged in the faith and growing in, in, in discipleship. Yeah, one of the things I love to hear is um, I've had women say, you know, when you start talking about baseball, my husband, you know, he perks up like, oh, I can relate to this, you know, or or I've had, you know, 11-year-olds come up and repeat what I said. I thought, oh, my gosh, they're listening, you know. So I, I, I just try to use baseball and sports as, a, as an in to introduce them to Jesus. So, yes, if, you know, the women who are listening – want to find maybe a way that to connect their their husbands uh maybe get them on the on the blog and uh you know watch the videos also i know michelle your son came to our our catholic sports camp with mike sweeney uh a couple years and we're going to re restart those again this summer god willing we have our first meeting this friday so we'll have more information on that uh as as it comes about but we found um, amazing things happening with not only with the young boys and girls who attend, but their their families as well. And so this will be baseball and softball, a combined Catholic uh, sports camp. Well, it's yeah, amazing. Absolutely, I will agree. So check definitely check out Father Burke's blog because you you'll list when that baseball camp is softball camp is opening, and it's I can attest life changing for my family and not just my son. So thank you so, so much, Father Burke, for joining us. I look forward to tomorrow morning's blog reflection. My always always says just what I, you know, need to hear. Not what I always want to hear, but <laughs> we're all in spring training and you're helping me to fall in love with baseball. So there's some of us that might love Jesus, but now we're really loving baseball. So for thank you for that. <laughs> Praise God. Another convert. Yes. That's right. <laughs> all right. God bless you, Father. Well will you come to Columbus sometime, please. Will do. Blessings okay. to you, and uh, thanks for your, your ministry to all who are listening, uh, and, and uh, bless you as in your own vocations, as you say, to help your spouse and your children get to heaven. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. 
Well, you have been listening to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Clovis Catholic Women's Conference. I'm in the studio with Emily Jaminette, and I'm Michelle Fanley, and we just had Father Burke Masters, and we kept him on long today because I didn't want to let him go because he has such great wisdom, and I know he's been so transformative in both of our lives. But we've been talking about discipleship, and I have one final tip that I learned from Father Burke that I think um, as we go give a little practical tip at the end here, and he talked about having certain types of people in your lives. And he said you should have three types of people, a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy or Titus. And he said Paul is your spiritual guide. So that's someone who leads you spiritually, someone who inspires you to be a saint. So this is someone who's a little bit further along down in the, the journey with you. So maybe it's a spiritual director, maybe it's a priest, maybe it's, you know, for me, I feel like sometimes Father Father Burke is that Paul for me. I get up every morning and read his blog and listen to his words and hear. And then the next person is a Barnabas who is a friend or companion on the journey. So they are also, they also are inspiring you. They're like your accountability partner or like Emily and I have that relationship to like touch base all the time and see how we're doing. And then the Timothy or Titus is a disciple who is learning from us how to be a follower of Christ. So it might be your spouse. <laughs> Amen. You know what? That's a really great analogy because we're all at different places, right? And I think Father Burke really just genuinely shared with us, you know, not only his heart, but just the gospel is big enough for everyone. We're all on these roads journeying, journeying in our journey. So I I just, I think I'm, we're both just a little bit taken back by how awesome that interview was. I know it's going to be shared and shared and shared again because his wisdom was just so profound and that takeaway of knowing that that Jesus loves you. This is about love. So I think the last practical thing, I just want to highlight what his was, was just knowing that Jesus loves you. And this is all about the kingdom of love. Yeah, that beautiful Trinitarian embrace, you know, think envisioning yourself in, in the love of the Trinity. And that's what everything has to flow from, from, from love, from the love of God poured through into our house, hearts and then out to others. Yep. Unbelievable. What an amazing interview. So much that we get to take away, um, so much that we get to be inspired and realize that Lent is like a big spring spring training. But the truth is, wherever we are in our journey, wherever we are in the liturgical season, it's a new beginning. And, and I absolutely love that. Well, let's close in prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you called me to follow you as your disciple. Help me to drop my nets and follow you. Lord Jesus Christ, give me everything I need to carry out your will. Draw me closer to you. Lord Jesus Christ, you sent me to proclaim the good news. Teach me to be faithful in my words and my actions. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope your faith was inspired. To learn more about the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference or our work, visit ColumbusCatholicWomen.com and InspireTheFaith.com. God bless you today and always.